Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host Epifanio and this is episode 728. And today we're looking into part two of the shadow of Jinky 47, which is oppression. And we looked into this oppression, this shadow yesterday, and how at its very core is the consequence of the creation of this multiverse. The, the Literally, the the coding pattern that's, that has sprung this, this whole universe, the existence of time. We are oppressed by time, by um, the creation of, of the slowing of thought. As thought has been slowed down into light, into sound, and ultimately into matter, we experience a separation from, and, and this is all an experience, it's not the truth or what it is, it's the experience of this illusion of time, right, that separates us from, from love, which is pure presence, pure manifestation, pure experience, all, all in the now, right? And that is who we are, that is our, our essence, our origin, absolute uh, understanding and, and knowledge of all of creation and the power to manifest instantaneously. And so we are in this adventure on physicality ultimately, but even beyond before physicality, we had the experience of that slowing of, of, of uh, thought until it coagulates as matter. And ultimately... It's embedded in that subatomic structure, the quantum field, that code of I am not good enough, I am not worthy of love, that sacred wound that has literally created this multiverse. And when I mean multiverse, it is it is a universe, but multiverses manifest as every single entity in the universe chooses a different decision, makes a different decision, creates an entire different multiverse. And obviously there's uh, many people choosing similar decisions appear in this in the same multiverse. And there's versions of everybody on every multiverse. Every single decision, which literally what it means is just a, a reconfiguration of the elements of reality in a slightly different way. For every entity in the universe there is a simultaneous universe. A multiverse is created by all the points of perspective and experience of every entity in the universe. And so it's the same universe, but it's observed different from every single point of angle from which the divine light of creation is, is experiencing life. And, and there's an infinite of us here, which is at the same time, we are one. We are one that is, and the, the, the technology, if you want to call it technology, of, of, of God, what is God? It's so advanced that it is both simultaneously the infinite points of uh, perception and experience and is the same simultaneously. So this is um, what's called the divine paradox, the divine dichotomy, right? And to re return to our source, return, because the journey here is to heal this, 
this feeling of inadequacy, this this uh, uh, insecurity, right? That we carry, we everything carries here in this in this reality. And how do we do that? How do we return home? Collapsing time. That's what we do. We in in uh, we have that evolution as we landed in this reality. We had that involution from. The origin of this multiverse, right? That what we call the point zero. And then we land, time expands, and we land in this reality where we have physicality and we have time. And simultaneously, because we are not really creating reality, we are playing with with the elements of, of reality, the building blocks of reality and rearranging them. And every new rearranging, rearranging, every new rearrangement, rearrangement, every new rearrangement, it's a creation, right? And so every single one of us is rearranging in a different way, and that what that is what makes it um, infinite, infinite in its expression, and uh, probably the best example would be music, right? Because ultimately it is music, it's matter, it's sound, it's light, and it's thought, right? At the very core. And then if beyond thought, there's just the pure presence, the presence, right? And then out of that comes thought. But if we're looking at an example as, as music, you only really have seven notes. That's it. I mean, you could have divide them and make them, you know, 12 with the semitones, right? And then you could, you know, even divide them even deeper and you have this kind of Hindu scale with a lot of little nuances within the every every note, right? I don't remember how many notes the uh, Hindu scale has. But we have 12 notes. 12 notes. Let's let's add the semitones, right? Because every instrument, modern instrument has these 12 notes. And we have silence. We have the, the music, which is those 12 notes, and then we have silence. And then and then every single piece of music that you can imagine comes out of that. The combination of uh, now we uh, on top. Well, I guess you could add. You have you have um, silence. You have 12 notes, and then you have tones, which is uh, or kind of like. Uh, um, uh, it, it wouldn't be tones. It, it, you have like the texture, texture of the of the sound. Because you can have the the same note uh, at the same pitch. Uh, you can have you know that note on an instrument, and then you can have that very same note on a you know on a different kind of instrument. You can have it on a violin, and you can have that note in an in a flute, right? And now you have two different textures for that for that tone. So you have silence, you have tone or you know the notes, and you have texture. And then after that, you know, when you start, once you start combining that, then you you're gonna get rhythm, or the lack thereof rhythm, and you can have cacophony, or jazz, <laughs> and um, and that's it. And what can be created with that? The infinity of possibilities of music. Anything from new age to jazz to heavy metal to hip hop to, you know, uh, uh, bluegrass, classical music. And classical is actually a really kind of 
silly term because classical music is so much there's so many different kinds of music that you can listen it's just i guess you're just listening with a very uh, like a very specific palette of textures which is basically the orchestra but if you can take classical music and 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 you know played with a bunch of synthesizers with exotic electronic textures you could have, you know, Beethoven, you know, instead of using violins, you could be using also all sorts of different synths and, 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 and pads that are amazing, right? Or you could choose, you know, different instruments like, you know, African percussive instru instruments or, or, or even use whatever kind, just when you hit a plastic bottle with a with a metal rod, you're going to have a different texture that if you, you know, hitting a metal bottle or a metal bucket with a crystal rod, right? With a glass rod, it's a different texture. So all of that, all of that is our possibility in this, in this reality. But it is all happening through time. It's not all happening simultaneously. So this is the oppression that we have because who we are, our true essence is instantaneous. It's the observer of all possibilities simultaneous, all combinations. That is what God is. All combinations of all possible experiences, it's all, it's all simultaneously. And that is, that is home, Right. So we're here experiencing the oppression of not having that. And that in itself gives us this adventure that we're having here. So today we're going to be diving into the programming partner connection of this Gene Key 47 of, and just the shadow, the shadow of oppression, that connection of that with dishonor, the shadow, the, pro, the shadow of programming partner Gene Key 22. How these two ones, dishonor and oppression, loop back and forward and create this, creates all sorts of suffering in, in our lives and, and the reason we're stuck, right? And how we can transmute that, allowing the grace of God to, to, to um, bless us with a possibility which is transmutation, and, and we're not going to dive into transmutation today, but tomorrow we're going to dive into that in a couple episodes. Um, but, um, but we're going to dive into oppression and dishonor today. But before we dive into that, if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what we're talking about here, you want to go to Jorn.tv, that's J-O-U-R-N.tv, that's the homepage of the podcast. At the bottom, we have a menu with five links. One of them says Gene Keys. Click on that one and that will take you to episode 256. When you uh, when you click on that uh, episode, listen to that episode, and that'll get you started with what we're doing here. We're learning how to understand reality. We're learning who we are, wh why are we here, and uh, and and also this isn't you know this isn't truth. All of this stuff, this is just philosophy because these questions cannot be answered by words or by teachers. The questions, all spiritual questions can only be answered by your own personal experience. They can only be answered by life, by living life, by experiencing life, and by understanding the nature of change. 
And this is what uh, all of this jinky system is based on, um, the I Ching, the book of changes. And it maps these 64 basic archetypes of consciousness moving through physicality, creating, manifesting, reconfiguring reality, the nature of change. If we can understand that, we can understand life. We can understand why are we here and then we can have a fulfilled life. We can experience fulfillment and then let that fulfillment return back as wisdom into God. And then we can continue our journey beyond physicality. That's ultimately our destiny. The destiny of the human race, the destiny of this universe, the destiny of this multiverse is to return back home to God. So on that page in episode 256, you listen to that podcast, I'll get you started. And on that page, there's everything you need to get started with this, including this link that says click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic profile. When you click on that link, that'll take you to the Jinkies website where you can download your free personalized hologenetic profile. This is the map we're using to start our journey here, to look into the unconscious to reclaim our power. And uh, the reason why the world is in so much turmoil is because power is being expressed through fear. And when we learn to express power through love, we will, um, we will begin our new civilization. And this is what's happening right now. So on, on that page, you'll see you know, once you get your profile, come back. Any any word you see on that map at the very top of John.TV, there's a search. Just put that word there. We have over 700 episodes that talk about every single aspect of that map. On that episode 256, there's an index where you can find all of the areas of that map, the green part, the red part, the blue part, and what all of that means. There's also on that episode 256, there's a, a resources section with more links to the Jinkies website. There's charts, there's a video, there's another podcast. There's everything you need to learn how to uh, read this map and start your journey of remembering. Remembering that you are the divine light of creation. We all are the divine light of creation. And we are not here to become better people. That is a misunderstanding of reality that has turned into an industry of, you know, what you call a personal development, <laughs> right? And it's a trap. We are not here to become better people. We are here to remember who we are so that we can enjoy this adventure that is called life. So all of that information is there. If you want to learn more about Planet Homemaking and Joan.TV and Pearl Planet and Who Am I, all of that stuff, also on that bottom menu, there's the About tab. Click on that and that will take you to episode one. We'll listen to that episode. And um, our basic goal with this brand is to help lay out the blueprint for a real civilization. And uh, this civilization is built out of a completely different configuration. The, our previous civilization, which we are experiencing the ending of it right now, it's based on the expression of power through fear. And where we're going, it's going to be the, 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 a civilization built on the expression of power through love. And that changes absolutely everything. And uh, so on that page at the very bottom, there's a resources section that explains what's been going on in the last uh, three years worldwide. 
uh, at a physical level. And this is the physical consequence of people waking up and not becoming woke, but, you know, because that's, you know, bullshit. But the awakening of our civilization into what's called Christ consciousness. We are going through a transition, through an initiation, a test, if you will. And the test is to be able to differentiate the truth from lies, to become sovereign individuals that each one of us make our own decisions based on our own research, based on our own intuition, and it's not influenced by the outside because the outside has become uh, what we call the hierarchical matrix hydraulic despotism system that is the consequence of the evolution of the dark ages, right? Um, uh, The disconnection from the light, trying to live life without God. And that's what this world has become. And everything here is an illusion except you and your relationships and your creations before they get absorbed by the matrix. But everything that the matrix is, is an illusion. It's a choice of of living life of of complying to certain regulations of reality that are completely random and ridiculous and and they have absolutely nothing to do uh, with our higher self it has everything to do with living life out of fear and all of the systems that have come out of that the government politics economics finances uh, the corporate world, the pharmaceutical industry, the agricultural industry, every single system that comes out of that is shit. It's literal shit. And it doesn't work. It doesn't work for anybody. It's, we are uh, threading water here like bobs on the, on the ocean. We're just bobbing. You know, we aren't going anywhere. We're looping and, and, and head tripping and, and we're pissed. Like most people are stuck, you know, scrolling at the fucking Instagram, you know, and, and, and looking for something just like Neo in that movie in The Matrix and looking for what is it looking, looking for an answer, right? Looking for Morpheus. What is Morpheus? The, 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 the king of sleep, right? The, the, the king of the realm of dreams. So that you can show you the way out of this illusion, this, this dream or nightmare, depending on where you are, and the answer is here. The answer is within you. It's not out there. And and that's the work we're doing here. So all of that information is there. I am not a spiritual teacher. Spiritual teachers don't exist. The only thing that exists are hierophants. And hierophants, when I mean hierophant, I mean Jesus. You know, I mean Buddha. I mean people that have transfigured their body and they have ascended. And, and so it's like a whole other level of reality. And uh, so, and even those, they have about one in a million success rate, which is not that bad. If considering we have 8 billion people here, that's about, what, a thousand, uh, in, in, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's an incredible success rate. It, that's all it's needed for the whole ascension and of Christ consciousness of entire of humanity because an ascended master has the power of a million people, right? The, 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 the power of transformation. So it's, it, they, they do exist. We're not, and we're not, be, we're not left here on our own to just figure it out. There are higher, more uh, evolved brothers and sisters out there that are still with us, and they are guiding the evolution of humanity. We are not on our own. This is an amazing adventure experiment, if you want to call it, uh, that we are uh, living here. 
and we're doing pretty good. These are hard times we're we're living through, and uh, but you know, great people are forged in hard times, right? And uh, our job here is to become uh, become sovereign individuals, become our own a point of perspective and experience. And we're facing the greatest enemy that humanity has ever faced, which is the power of propaganda, the power of marketing galore turned into AI. And, you know, the whole thing is just becoming incredibly um, uh, convincing for people that don't know better. And, and that's a lot of people out there in the world just following what they're told that is the true. And because everybody thinks that that is true, they think it's the true, but it isn't. And so it's very hard to go against the grain. You have to be an individual. In order to return to God, you have to be a, a unique individual with your unique self-expression. And that's how you return to the whole. To be able to see uh, all of reality from all angles of perspective, you have to see it from yours first. And that's that's our job here, ultimately. But, you know, also on that page, there's a resources section with all of that stuff. And you can uh, learn more about it. So I'm not I'm not a, a spiritual teacher. I am a life coach. I am a guide. And that's what we all are. We all are brothers and sisters sharing stuff, helping others help themselves. That's how we become strong. We don't teach people how to fish. We don't teach people how, we don't give people fishes. We teach them how to fish, you know, so that they can help themselves. And that's, that's what we're all doing here. We're helping people help themselves. And this is my daily study. I'm studying this Jinkies book and, and I'm getting my own daily download. And, uh, um, and so, you know, this is my perspective, but the most important part is that you take this and overlay it on your life. Find what it means to you. That's what changes everything. What does this mean to me? And that's, uh, that's when you start actually, because your attention is, is on this stuff, you start manifesting physical and metaphysical experiences that will give you truth because that is true knowledge to embody, not mental. Now, I'm not talking about thinking. I'm talking about knowledge. And, and knowing is a very different thing than thinking. Thinking is the, what the personality do, do what, the per, what the mind does, right? Knowing is electromagnetic, is vibrational, is embodied, is your whole being. And it starts from your soul. And then it spreads throughout your bio machine, this body mind consciousness we're writing in this reality, and it connects with the field through through with your knowledge. You emanate your knowledge. People can feel your vibes. That is, they can they they, they that motherfucker knows something. You know what? I don't know, but they can feel it because you do know, and you know because you've lived it because life taught you. That's what we're after here: true knowledge, not philosophy. And all of this stuff, you know, for me, it's my own experience, my own journey. But for anybody who hears this, this is just philosophy. Take it into your life, contemplate it. And all of that stuff is on that episode 256, how to turn this into knowledge. So let's dive into this second part of the shadow of oppression. I usually take just an episode to go through the shadow, but this one is so important in my opinion this 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 shadow of oppression because this is the core of the work we're doing with all of these jinkies uh that we are diving into a second part of it 
So the programming partner of the 47th shadow is the shadow of dishonor. Our denial of our own shadow is not only dishonoring of ourself, but of life itself. How powerful is that? And that's everywhere because there's the, you know, the... You know, nobody wants to look into their own darkness. No one, nobody wants to accept that they have this very dark stuff going on inside of them. But it's only dark like that and it degenerates because the more we don't look into it, it turns into a monster. This stuff is there making messes in our life, creating conflict in in our consciousness, in our thinking and in our life because it's electromagnetic, it's manifesting. You know, we, we, we talk about this law of attraction, you know, like you, whatever you put your attention on, you know, and feel it with emotion, you're going to manifest, right? But we can only do that, on, we can only do that consciously. While we're doing that consciously, there is stuff in the unconscious that is active. It's like, like radioactivity or some, you know, like a radioactive material. It is alive and it is manifesting. And this is why we create these conflicts and challenges in our life that uh, we don't know where they're coming from. And, and, you know, it is there because it has been activated in this lifetime in our childhood. We carry this stuff from previous and future lifetimes uh, and from our, not only us, but our fractal, our soul family. It's in the DNA, right? Every time we have an offspring, we're, 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 um, passing that knowledge through the DNA and that our bloodline is going to carry that in the bio machine. But as it's being carried in the bio machine, the soul also records the experience as emotion. Memory is emotion for the soul. So the soul goes, it returns back to not the point zero, not the beginning of this multiverse, but the higher heavens, right? The third through the fifth. And uh, and it's chilling there, just, you know, uh, relaxing between incarnation. It doesn't have physicality and you get to meet your soul family and hang out and plan the next incarnation where you're going to have all these um, uh, experiences and people are going to be playing the roles of the, you know, the, the, the teacher or the messenger or the villain, whatever roles you guys choose, we all choose to play. And... Uh, and then we come back and that soul magnetically or electromagnetically connects with the type of body that's going to also be carrying that in the body, in the genetics. So it's, it's, it's a resonance. We're having a, uh, you cannot embody a, a, a physical vehicle that's going to have stuff that you don't have as a soul, right? It has to have the same frequency or similar, right? It, close to. And then you land and then you're going to kind of like uh, reset the whole thing, right? In your 21st year, 20, 21 first years of your life, you're going to have all these experiences as a child that are going to activate whatever's on the, on, on the DNA and it's going to resonate with the memory soul. And now you have a, a laid out a, a, a specific type of uh, of um storyboard right and now now you're gonna live your life from that kind of signature imprint and what it's at the very core of that it's oppression 
At the very core of this is time, and time is the oppression that we're talking about here. Because we are in this reality, and we're running out of time because we're going to die. Right? That is the biggest oppression that we have in this reality, where one day it's coming, and that's the end. So you have a certain you know, amount of time bef- to get the job done. So that's the biggest oppression behind that. And then obviously that manifests in everything. But, he, but we have a specific configuration, which is all of these shadows in the unconscious. And as we grow up, now that stuff is manifesting reality. As we are consciously focusing on our attention on something, attracting it you know, electromagnetically, the radioactive stuff in the unconscious has been activated and it's also attracting reality magnetically and it's unconscious. So we are getting shit from, you know, from everywhere. And we're like, where is this shit coming from? It's coming from our unconscious. People become evil because they, uh, their unconscious became, becomes more and more and deeper and deeper unconscious. They have... They are sleeping in, is sleeping in that area of, of their ability to move forward so much. They are so unconscious of, of, their, of their darkness, their very specific darkness, which is at the very core. I am not good. Every tyrant out there that you see that they're doing evil things at the very, very core of their problem, because it's a fucking problem that they got, they have this, I am not good enough. I am not worthy of love. So I am going to prove myself. I am going to find a way out there. They're angry. They're very angry. And they're trying to, um, they're only, they're really running. It's like an addiction. They're really running on a, on a, on a relief mode. Every time they, they overpower someone, they get a high. It's like it's like 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 a hit of nicotine of a cigarette or 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 you know a high of cocaine or whatever you know just a high but then he's gonna give them a low because ultimately they're God too right we're all God and so uh, love is who we are so that love cannot be extinguished and the most the darkest darkest tyrants out there they have realized that love is their enemy. And so they're on a journey to destroy love. But destroying love is destroying the multiverse. You, you can't do that. And so uh, all their lives they're spent uh, um, getting highs of, of power, of, of you know, subduing others, this governing, commanding others, other reality. And that just gets bigger and bigger and their kind of aspirations get bigger. And their darkness, their shadow gets more and more buried deep inside that. Because at the very core, they could say that they are all powerful and they might have even master supernatural abilities. They could be incredibly dark fucking Siths, you know. All the woman, 99.99% evil. Like truly evil people, right? But at the very, very core... It's still that I am not good enough. I'm not worthy of love. That is running the entire show. And that is what we're dealing here. 
Most of us, we're not dealing with that level of nastiness. I'm just, you know, making a, a huge comparison so, so that we can have, you know, a, re a, a reference point, right? So what happens is that they, this is a monster now. It's a monster that now is running them. And, and these people are very, very fucking stuck. A lot of them are not going to be able to get out of it. They're going to have to, you know, be dissolved back into the vat of the universe and start over again their whole journey of billions of years to actually figure out that the only way out of here is love. It is not power over others. That is halfway through the, through the journey, through the stairway to heaven, if you will. These people are delusional. They think they're enlightened. They think they're God. And, um, and it's sad because they're really just impatient and, in, and, um, and, um, and just childish. Childish in the wrong way. You know, they're, um, they're spoiled and they're, they're impatient and, and they think that they know what this is all about because they're seeing results. They're seeing the results of their power over others. They're getting shit done. They're getting what they want, what they think they want. And, and that's the key word, think, because that's the personality is really running the show and these fuckers. But, um, but ultimately, they're not really getting what they really want, which is love. And some of them, like I said, they, are, they, they have even, you know, you know, declared war on love. The war is the end. Love is the enemy, right? So this is what we're dealing with. A monster in the unconscious, the more it gets deep, buried deeper into our unconscious, the more it wants to come out. And when it comes out, it comes out as a monster. That's when some people, when they get drunk, and I've experienced it myself, there's some shit that comes out because there's no veil at that point. Everything, there's kind of like the that uh, that energy that's been suppressing all of that stuff it's just not there anymore so the monster comes out and you see like where this person came from holy shit i thought they were very nice now they're there's something really nasty there what is it it's our fear it's our insecurity it's our uh, ex the experience of being rejected Right. And so we need to uh, we need to love it. That is the only way forward. That's when we're going to be talking about transmutation, the gift of this gene key. Right. So. Um, so. So if we cannot honor ourselves, then we cannot honor others. Right. You know, this shadow of dishonoring, the second shadow of dishonor, we're dishonoring ourselves. And we're dishonoring life itself because we're connected to, we are life. All of life is one thing. When we are not paying attention, when we are not aware of, of how are we uh, not taking responsibility for our own darkness, we dishonor life. And if we cannot honor ourselves, then we cannot honor others because there, there, there are no others. They're, they're us, right? So we're not honoring life. And honor is love, right? So it means that when um, that we listen, when we listen to someone, uh, that we listen to uh, other people through our own agenda, right? And we only hear what we want to hear. That this is the bread of every day, you know. I mean, everybody is literally just listening what they want to hear. They're not listening. And, and that, at that point, now we're talking about love here and we're talking about graciousness here, which is the gift of programming partner, Jinky 22, to have the graciousness 
Because this is the thing, right? When we have our experience that's being manifested both consciously and unconsciously by, by, by our shadows in the unconscious, we're going to have mixed experiences, realities, people that come, and they're going to bring whatever they bring, right? But only love can listen. When, when, we, when we don't see them, we are, um, you know, most of us, we don't see other people. We, we, we're just projecting our own shadows on them. They're going to come at us with whatever darkness they have going on, which is a mirror. Usually the people we manifest in our life has a certain, hey, they have a certain uh, vibration that it's similar to our vibration, right? So they're, proje- they're mirroring what, what we have inside. Uh, but if we could, were able to listen to them, they would, we would feel compassion, because you understand, oh my God, they're going through the same shit that I, I did go through. And I know how hard it is to be there. But we're not. We're unconscious. So they're just pissing us off. They're like, fucker, why are they doing this to me? Because this is what we do to ourselves. Now you have an external manifestation of what you do to yourself. This is the most valuable thing because we, we can look at that. This person is doing this to me. But this is exactly what I do to myself. And now I'm having a physical manifestation of what I do to myself. Boom. Now I can see it. Because that's the biggest thing. Seeing it. Once we see it, then then it doesn't have power over us. Because now we can change it. Oh, fuck. I don't want to be like that. Or you can consciously choose to be like that and have the full experience of that. And it's nasty. Right? And then when you're having the full experience, aware experience of that, then there is no unconscious. Uh, and you know, and, and I, I feel some really nasty stuff. I mean, you turn into a tyrant, but, you know, that's an experience in itself. And then at some point you're going to realize, but this isn't really giving me what I want, which is love ultimately, right? So um, so we we edit whatever we are experiencing in life, because we don't want to look at ourselves in the reflection of another. We want to just keep, uh, you know, we don't want to look at this darkness because it's painful. It's painful to realize, you know, this is what I'm doing to myself. This is what I'm allowing. This is what I haven't gotten uh, figured out, right? And this is this is a habit, a habit of civilization that we've 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 taken it into. I, I imagine maybe in the future we're going to have the opposite habit of looking into this stuff. So this whole process between these two shadows, the shadow of oppression and shadow of dishonor, creates a biofeedback loop that conceals more and more repressed memories. So this oppression that leading to dishonor, we're dishonoring ourselves because we're not taking responsibility for our manifestations. You're like, I didn't create that shit. This, this, they're doing this to me, these motherfuckers here and there and there and here and there. Yes, you did. A lot of it unconscious, maybe, or some of it conscious. But there, nothing comes in your reality unless it belongs there. And what I mean by belongs there, you put it there. And you put it there by having it inside of yourself, in the unconscious. It's an electromagnetic pulse that because however deeper it gets and more concealed and more suppressed that it gets, the more powerful that, that it's, it's your power, it's you. 
right? That's trying to get out of the unconscious and it's fighting for life because it wants to live. But as long as it's in the darkness, it's going to be a monster. You don't want it out because it's going to make a fucking mess out of your life. But only if it's expressed through fear. When you express it through love, then it, it transmutes, it changes, because love changes everything. When you accept it, it no longer is a monster. It's no longer a shadow. It becomes your gift, right? And, and in this, this is kind of like this Jinky 47 is the, 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 kind of like the mechanism that we're using for all 64 Jinkies, right? The same process. But this is the jinky that actually explains the process. This transmuting, it's love that transmutes it. As we talked about it yesterday, is looking into it, taking responsibility for it, bringing it into the heart and then surrender it to God. The reason we don't want to look into this is because we don't know what the fuck to do with it. We don't know how to heal it. And, and we don't know because that's higher knowledge. But we don't have to. Because we have access to the divine light of creation, the infinite healing, the infinite love of God. Our job, the male part of our job is, is looking and taking action, looking into it, taking responsibility, very male, right? And putting it in the heart, taking it there, embracing it. That's an action. And once it's in the heart, once it's returned to where it belongs, then we surrender to what love is, which is beyond the male, right? Love is the female. And then that love, which is the unknown, we don't know what love is. We can only experience it, right? When we experience it, then we know it. And then that is what transmutes that oppression, right? That, that, that darkness or whatever jinky you're looking into. But and then that's why we that's how we stop dishonoring life by taking responsibility, right? So um, so we are literally literally reinforcing our self-limiting patterns by concealing our shadows, by not looking into this, by dishonoring ourselves. The ancients refers to the, referred to this as the accumulation of karma. This has led to the belief that one can offset this negative karma by doing good deeds to accumulate positive karma. However, such practices never led, lead to true freedom because our unconscious shadows remain unaccepted and repressed. This is why religions are not working and they've never worked, right? Religions such as Catholicism uh, found a way of relieving the oppression through the process of confession. But still, confession simply lays the responsibility of our shadows onto an outer manifestation rather than assuming responsibility for our own deep inner process. Thus, the very urge of life to transmute itself is efficiently suppressed. So even confession is not really solving the problem. It's giving you some relief because now you're not holding that fucking gas in your ass. <laughs> Real fucking day holding the fart, you know, until you go to the confessionary and go, Father, I have sinned. And then you go out and you feel like, oh, I just, I just took a fart. 
the gas is still there. I mean, it's going to accumulate again. I'm not saying, you know, I'm just making a funny example. But that's it. Yes, confession is very, very uh, relieving, right? They will, because basically you're just letting it out. But it's still not really saying, this is me. This is me. You're, re you're saying, I am a sinner. I am not good enough. Which is, which is healthy, right? Because now you're looking at the wound. When you're looking at the wound, but it needs to be seen from a higher understanding of reality. When you're still looking at it from the place, I am not good enough. You're accepting that truth, right? You're not really getting the job properly done. Yes, we need to be aware of this um, 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 sacred wound, right? If we are aware that all of this reality operates and our inside operates by I am not good enough, I am not worthy of love, then we can say, well, that's a fucking bunch of bullshit. I do not, I do not live my life like that. I am aware that that's how this reality is built on. That is the, the, the program that runs the whole thing. But I don't live my life from that place. I live my life from the awakened place of realizing that is why I'm here. To realize that I am loved. That I am good enough. And that I don't need to become a better person. I need to remember that I am the child of God. Everything that God is, I am. Already. And I'm not here to prove this to anybody. Because if I need to prove it, then I don't believe it. I'm here to have fun. I'm here to live my life and create and express and expand without this inner constant fucking feeling that I'm a piece of shit. But if we are aware of that, that that is the, the program, then you can say, oh, that's the program. That is not me. That is not God. That is the program. That is what makes this reality so intense. And then, boom, now we're evolving, right? And so, getting to the point where we even go beyond that confession, I'm not saying you, you at some point you don't want to, you know, let things out because, you know, all of this is important. What I'm saying is that we're not here to become good people to clear the fucking bad karma of our ancestors. All of these are steps that throughout history people have tried things in order to alleviate this problem of the sacred wound, this, this challenge, right? But they're not complete solutions. They're kind of step stones. This trying to do good deeds to heal your bad karma, but, you know, for some people it help relieve their, their guilt or whatever it is or their deep stuff, right, in, in the unconscious but that's not how ultimately the whole thing gets. That's not how we go back home, right? This, you know, karma that we have in the DNA, it's our karma. You look at your whole fractal line. It's not them that they did that. We did that. I did that. When you look at your whole fractal line and, and at some point you're going to get your realizations and see your past lives and see all the fucking atrocities we've done. If we're here thinking about love and thinking about evolution, it's because we've been motherfuckers in other lifetimes. Like, like serious, nasty fucking, like nasty people. We've done all the nasty stuff. 
And I mean nasty, I mean atrocities, tortures beyond anything you can imagine, war, abuses beyond anything. This is what the shadow does when there's no love, right? And so, but as we own that and say, well, that was another lifetime, you know, I'm, now I'm here playing a different, you know, I have a new body, you know. Yes, we did that. You and your fractal line, your soul family, which is all the same thing, but, you know, your team, right? We did that shit. And I have it in my DNA. So it's my karma. But here we come with the beauty of Jinky 22 programming partner, which is the grace of God, right? The, the, the city of Jinky 22 is grace. Grace, and we have, you know, over 20 episodes that talk about this Jinky 22. The grace of God is love. You are in, instantaneously forgiven because there's really nothing even to forgive for God. You've always been a child of God. Whatever adventures and misadventures that you've had, well, they got you here to the point that you say, fuck, you know, I don't want to live that life of horrifying suffering anymore. I don't want to be oppressed I don't want to oppress other people anymore. I want love. And grace comes out. Now we start moving up from the shadow of dishonor to the shadow of graciousness, which is now you, you become gracious in your life. You realize that everybody's going through their own shit. And you don't have to you know, play their games. And also you don't have to beat on them. You become gracious. You're not dishonoring yourself. You're, whatever comes your way, you learn how to dance, how to Tai Chi. And now it's an adventure. You know, and yes, there's still going to be stuff that piss you off, you know. But every step, at some point, one day through your journey, through the gift, and we're going to get to the gift of transmutation and the great, uh, programming partner of graciousness when we get to the gift in, in, in this jinky. At some point, that path of fulfillment, right, that gift, uh, it's going to open up and then you're going to be able to see whatever people are doing and you're going to just feel compassion. I mean, you you might still get pissed off and might, might get triggered, but you might, little by little, one moment, you're just going to be able to just feel love and, 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 and understand that that's their stage in their evolution and there is nothing wrong with that. You might just not want to participate in that anymore. Or your love could be so grand that uh, that you could just sit with that suffering and that pain and even transmute it because your field, your electromagnetic field, heals life. Incredibly powerful. This is what some masters do. They they are just their presence. You know where they walk, the flowers bloom. We're talking about this is our home. This is where we're going. This is love. This is the power of love. And so the bottom line with the 47th shadow is that unless we face our own unique fear archetypes, and we're talking about the jinkies, and I'm looking at all 64, because if you only look at your hologenetic profile, we're looking at 11. And that, in my opinion, and you know, everybody's got their own opinion, that's just the entry point. We have the entire genome, 64, in our DNA. Some of them we've already really worked on them, so that they're not showing up on our holo hologenetic profile. And some of them, some people say that you might be working in another lifetime. Whatever feels right for you, that's fine. I don't necessarily, I don't believe in astrology. 
So I don't believe that the hologenetic profile holds my profile. I see it as an entry point. I see it as, as a gate, as how you get understanding how to connect all of these jinkies to ultimately realize you are all 64, right? So, um, so unless we face our unique fear archetypes and even beyond the hologenetic profile, but fear and, and experience all of these 64 shadows, right? We cannot, op we cannot open the portal to inner transmutation that is the 47th gift. And I, I would say we use that or this portal for every single shadow, for every single, you know, area of the unconscious that we haven't integrated. This is the portal. The portal is love. And it's, it's the most easiest, simplest definition of it is looking into the unconscious. And we have the map. We have these 64 jinkies where our attention is on oppression. That is the art of contemplation. What is oppression? And if you happen to have it in your profile, you can even go deeper by understanding what is the sphere, what is the line, what is all of that stuff. And your contemplation, your attention is there. The divine light of creation is shining through your attention into the unconscious. And so you're looking into the darkness, but because your light is, your, your sight is light, as soon as you put it there, there is no longer darkness. And the more we contemplate it and, and you use the process, right? Contemplate, observe, look at it, and then you start getting the download. What does it mean to me? What is this in my life? What is my fractal line? You're going to start getting, people start even getting like visions of past lives and stuff like that. And because your attention is there, you're going to get manifestations, physical manifestations of what is this oppression? How do you treat yourself on the inside? And you don't even know. And this is what we call the reactive nature of this shadow, which in this case is dogmatic, but it has all reactive natures have just different names, but it's the same thing. Experiences in your life that are going to piss you off. The moment you get upset, you know that's your energy stuck there. That's me. That's how I treat myself. That's how I treat myself is how I treat other people. So these people are treating me like they treat themselves. And if you that whole process can trigger that love within your heart and realize, fuck, man, we're all stuck playing these games. Then you, fall, you have compassion. You say, fuck, I'm doing that shit. This motherfucker is doing that shit. Too. And it's my brother and my sister. Oh, my God. You feel compassion. And that is love in that moment. Boom. There's no judgment. You're not going, you're an asshole. You're going like, fuck. We're playing this game. We're stuck in this thing. You know, it's, 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 it's my brother. He's just, they're just like me. We're all in this together. Boom, that's love. And people feel it. Some people are really, really stuck. They will fight you all the way to the end. So it's not like you're there to change them, you know? Some people might feel your own trans internal transmutation and go like, wow. So it's a different experience every time, but it's not your job to change anyone or to help them in anything. If they come and ask for, for your help, then you, of course you, you, you help them help themselves. But only if they ask, right? But, um, but the real job is for you to see it. And when you see it, and then take responsibility like, fuck, I am an asshole. I, I treat people like shit. 
This is the this is because because this is how I treat myself. I treat myself like shit. I beat myself up for not being fucking good enough. Where is that going to all the way down to the sacred wound? I am not good enough. I am not worthy of love. I am my own oppressor. And now you get oppressing oppression from the outside because this is how you treat yourself and then you realize, motherfucker. And then you can have compassion. I'm like, fuck, maybe I should just chill. You know? Or, you know, the, the easiest way is just, I have no idea, God, how to deal or heal this thing because it's nasty as fuck. But I take responsibility. Yes, I am my own oppressor. Yes, I treat myself like this. And I am aware of it now. And I am going to accept the fact that I am doing that to me, embrace it, put it in my heart and say, God, show me love within this shit. Because I have no idea how, what, how, how to move from here. This stuff is beyond my comprehension. Boom, now you make a quantum leap because there is, there is that. We're talking about divine grace here. The grace of God is always here. As soon as we surrender it to God, Within us, the divine light of creation. It's not like, you know, it, it, might, it might happen instantaneously. Some people, if, you're, if your connection is really, it does happen. But as soon as you surrender it, it's already in motion. You've put that order into the restaurant, right? You're going to get your, your dinner. You're going to get that, that transmutation. And, and it, it could happen organically. You might have to have other experiences. But the process has begun, you're no longer a victim and you're no longer playing the tyrant game, oppressing others because now you're aware. Fuck, I oppress myself. Fuck, and then I oppress others because I'm unaware that that's, that's my modus operandi. I'm on an automatic going from oppression to dishonor, dishonoring myself, dishonoring other people, dishonoring life because I oppress myself, I oppress others, I oppress life. Oppression, dishonor, oppression, dishonor. But I am aware of it now. And I don't want to play that game anymore. Because you could continue to play it consciously, right? And it's just, you're going to continue to experience nastiness, but conscious nastiness. At some point, you're going to get bored. It's like playing the game over and over again. At some point, you just know it. You're like, okay, I know this. Can we just, you know, go to level two? This is boring. It's inevitable. Once you become conscious... Soon, you know, that knowledge gets integrated, you get experiences, you get truth, and then at some point it just dissolves because now you know. And because you know, now you have love, now you have compassion to yourself. And because you have compassion to yourself, you're not going to go other, oppressing other people consciously because you know how it feels. Boom, now that's the love of God passing through your heart. And people are going to feel it. And whenever somebody comes with that, you know, bullshit, it's not going to touch you. They can, it's like, you know, they might be swinging, but you're invisible. You know, the, 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 the punch is going through you. You know, you're, you're transparent. You're like, okay, well, I love you. Bye. There's some people are really stuck in that stuff. And they're not going to, like a, like a dog that bites a bone. I'm not going to let it go. And guess what? That was you. Maybe a year ago or something. So that is that is that love, right? That we realize, right? So, <clears throat> so 
So if we do not look at our adversity square in the face and realize that it is the very manifestation of our own archetype, we miss the whole point and purpose of our life. This is exactly what I just talked about. Most of the world is still waiting to begin this process. Most people don't even know that this process exists. Many who have begun it have become trapped in some therapeutic system that takes away their responsibility, thus further stalling the process, you know, like confession and, you know, Christianity or whatever, or going to the psychiatrist and still, well, can you tell me about your mother? Oh, your ex-husband abused you. Yes, it did fucking happen, okay? But it's the past. Now, where's the lesson? Don't. Put yourself in that place anymore. Be a sovereign individual. You know, if somebody comes and tries to step on you, you say, no, thank you. I don't participate in that kind of shit anymore because I love myself. I am not going to be playing your games. You know, I know I can see I'm aware that you want to play the, the tyrant. I am not a victim anymore. And I'm not a tyrant either. I'm not going to tyrannize you because victim tyrant, you know, consciousness, they flip back and forth. One day the tyrant is the victim and the next day the victim is the tyrant. And they got these dance. A lot of fucking relationships are like that. Intimate relationships, marriages, boss and, and, and employee relationships. All just flip back and forward. When you can see the game, you go like, no, no, I'm done with that stuff. So you just walk away because you're in your power, right? You're not going to play that game. And this is the adversity, right? And also, I mean, I'm, I'm, I know it sounds simple, but it is not. When you, when you live it, you have to figure out. Because ultimately, the shit's going to keep coming and you're like, but I don't fucking know how to fix it. There is no fix in the outside. Remember, the, 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 the fix, if there's such a thing, it's on the inside. It's the realization of how do we treat ourselves? How do we treat life? That is what will change the outside. If we're, if we're fighting the outside, it's just going to keep coming at us. And that's never going to solve the problem, right? Um, so facing our shadows is um, a personal business. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's on your own. And it happens through the process of our natural destiny. So it happens through life. You know, it will happen because this is the nature of change. Change will come whether you want it or not. And so might as well, let's just, uh, you know, walk, keep walking and face change instead of just hiding and waiting for it to hit us because it's going to hit us. And if we actually do it aware, then we can actually, you know, bring some of ourselves to that, you know, confrontation instead of just, being there and being smacked in the face by a tsunami of, of unsolved shit. Because this is what's happening in the world right now. It's a tsunami of on right now, of on unfinished business, on unseen stuff. People are seeing, they're getting smacked in the face. And it's going to get even more intense um, with everything. Because they haven't been looking at this. So if we take that initiative and, and do this job, then it's not as hard because at least we're aware, we're doing it consciously, right? And we can take it even our time and just kind of dance with it and chill. It's not like now you're on the, you know, now it's on the, you're on the deadline, you know, like the world is going to end or, you know, your fucking bank account is being closed right now. You cannot remove the, your money. How did that happen? 
They're oppressing me. It's the tyrants of the world. No, how did it fucking happen? How did it happen? You see what I'm saying? I'm talking about shit that's happening right now. So, um, right. So it is the right, th the thing right in front of our nose that we try to avoid the most. Now, that is a really good cohesive statement right there. The one thing that is our thing, what is it? Sex? What is it? Power? What is it? What is it? The one thing that keeps coming at you, then your relationship has this weird shit happening with it. Money. Is it money? Lack of money? What is, what is it? You know? Arguments that just keep drama, keep popping up. What is it? It's right there. It's every day. You, you're dealing with it. I'm fucking broke. Or I'm fucking sad and lonely. Or I'm sick as fuck. What is it? It's in your face. It's right there, right? This is the one thing we're trying to avoid the most. And it has, it has a, a, like a thread of a of sweater. We're following that thread. We're going to get to the whole thing if you follow that into the unconscious. So it will not yield to being fixed, right? That thing in front of our nose. We can't fix the, the already manifested reality. We understand that, right? And it will not be resolved through the mind and it will keep coming back at us again and again. The personality can't figure out. You're like, why this shit keeps happening? It's on our face. That's, that's it. That's the one, right? So this is what we need to look into. And it cannot be sidestepped or given over to another, given over to another. We cannot pass it to someone. Fix this problem for me. We have to take care of it. So our suffering is a magic mirror and it is ours to own, to appreciate and to accept and to embrace, embrace that suck, that suffering. And, and what I'm talking about is not, the, not the, the, the story. I'm talking about the emotion and the, the state of being. The emotion is going to be the suffering because it's the lower three seals, right? This is ours. However you feel, it's inside of you. That's what we try to not feel. We try to not feel this stuff, but this is our body. This is our bio machine. This is God telling us, dude, you're focusing in the wrong thing here. It's unconscious, but that's killing you. This attention on this stuff, it's counter to the love of God. How I love you, how God loves us. This feels like shit because it's the opposite. If you keep going and keep doing that stuff, you're going to keep feeling awful. And this is exactly the experience that we're having right now. You know, this experience of feeling like this over and over again, right? So to only to really go through that, we need to feel it. We need to truly feel it inside of us. And there is no other way. You cannot give that pain to somebody else. We have to live it ourselves. So our suffering is a magic mirror. It is ours to own, to appreciate, to accept. And only when we finally stop trying to avoid it, can it show us its magic. This is the power of transmutation. But we have to look into it. And it's incredibly powerful. The more we put our attention, our awareness on all of this, everything starts changing, right? Little by little. Because that is, what is that awareness? It's love. And love changes everything.
So we've reached the end of the episode today. Um, if um, podcast is every day, we're gonna tomorrow. We're gonna actually go into the repressive and reactive nature of this shadow. The repressive nature is hopeless, and the reactive nature is dogmatic. Uh, and then we'll get into what is transmutation with the gift, right? Uh, podcast is every day, Monday through Sunday. You can find us on every podcast app out there. When you go to Jorn.tv, that's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the bottom, there's a menu, a black menu with five links. When you click on the About tab, you will find all of our social media links. When you click on the Pioneers tab, that'll take you to the category, the Pioneers of the Great Awakening. These are our guests that we invite people to share the story of their lives, how they went into the darkness and they found their own healing there and how that got them out of there and how they're sharing it uh, now in their lives with the world. If you want one-on-one help with your work that you're doing with your jinkies, click on the support button at the bottom right corner of TV, And there are several different ways you can contact us in our Telegram channel. Uh, chat room, I'm sorry. Uh, there's the link is there. And, you know, just you have any questions or anything, you can just go there and be, become part of our community. If you want one-on-one uh, session, there's a link there. We also have a very specific coaching program for people that are going through the dark night of the soul. You do not have to be stuck on this one for years of, or decades. That is a choice you know, of being stuck in not, not being able to exchange a habit, a very specific habit. And we go through that process, a very specific change of that habit. And if you are ready to design your life specifically in alignment with your deepest spiritual purpose, click on the live design link coaching. There's a very specific way of aligning every aspect of your life, getting away of this idea of the law of attraction, attracting just stuff, you know, and taking it to the next level. Where are you? Where are we specifically right now? And where is our deepest spiritual purpose? And when we choose that specifically, everything changes, right? All of the aspects of our life are designed specifically because we're in alignment. And so we're not going to be going and doing things and hanging out with people and and contributing to stuff that makes no sense because everything is specifically for a purpose. All of those links are there at the bottom right corner of TV. Just click on that support button and you can learn more about it right there. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.